Hi, podcast people. How's it going? Azrin, the language nerd here. Hope you're doing very well on this fine Tuesday evening or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you are listening to this podcast episode. We're going to dive right in just like yesterday because just like yesterday, I'm quite tight on time. It is 5, 10 p.m. right now. And basically in the, by 6 p.m. today, I have to have a couple of things done like it's a must. I have to do a couple of preparatory things for a teaching workshop that I teach every single Tuesday. And then I also have to prepare for a meeting that I have with one of my one of the tutors who works for me. Um, and so I've got a very tight timeline to do both of those two things. And so let's just get let's just get started. I've got a few things on my mind today. The first one is one of the most dangerous things that a language tutor, a language tutor, language teacher and a language learner can do, which is over prepare. It's so easy to over prepare. And it's a very, it can be a very detrimental thing. On the language teacher and language tutor side, what that looks like is you have a certain number of classes coming up or a certain number of lessons coming up that you're going to be teaching. And you spend too much time preparing for those classes and lessons. You make all your teaching materials, you make all your resource, you run through the class in your head, you, you spend all this time on the prep, on the preparation, and you end up spending too much time. And that can be very detrimental. It eats up a lot of your free time. It causes stress. Sometimes, even though you spend an hour and a half preparing for whatever class, at the end of the day, that hour and a half prep didn't fully help you in the class anyway because things didn't go as planned. So I think the preparation side is really important and I think you, sh you have to be prepared. But at the same time, you, have, you, cannot, be a you cannot be a perfectionist. So prepare, but don't, be a, but don't be a perfectionist. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. Especially if you're working in the, in the, in, in the tutoring world and you're going to be tutoring a variety of different students. Let's say you've got 12 students and you work with them each, let's say once to twice a week. That's 12 to 20 hours of tutoring. Think about that. With 12 to 20 hours of tutoring in a week, you can't be spending... You cannot be spending a crazy amount of time preparing for each class. Let's 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 average this out. Let's say you've got 17 hours of lessons every single week across 12 students. If you're going to prepare even 30 minutes per class, even with 30 minutes per class, all of the sudden, you know, that the the 17 hours you're teaching very quickly becomes 25 is it 25 and a half? Yes, 25 and a half hours of time. Not to mention, if you're going to be meeting students somewhere, you have your travel time. Not to mention um, your travel time back home. Like, you have to keep your prep to a minimum. Even half an hour per class ends up becoming quite a bit. So you have to be prepared, but you always have to ask yourself, what can you do to keep your prep time to a minimum and still deliver a very good class and still be a very good teacher? You have to think about that. A, th a couple of things you might do is reusing resources. So you don't have to continuously make other resources. Uh, one thing you might realize, one thing that, that'll help you as well, is if you realize that um, it, even if things were perfect and you approached the class with a perfectionist mentality, if you did the class 20% worse than what your perfectionist mind told you the class should be like, the student will feel no difference. The student will not feel any difference which blows my mind, by the way. It blows my mind. It's so funny because I have such a depth of knowledge and experience with 
teaching, tutoring, and language learning, it's so funny to sometimes see a student who I used to work with and they start to then take lessons with the teacher who works for me. I'll kind of transition them over. And they like the uh, they actually end up liking the classes more with the other tutor. And in my mind, it's like, what? I've worked with that tutor. I know that my tutor is good, but they're nowhere near as good as I am in terms of their depth of knowledge, their skill set with teaching. They're, they're nowhere near where I am. But the student just liked them more, even though the class, they're, tech, they're objectively, or rather in my perspective, the tutor's doing a quote-unquote worse job of teaching the class than I personally would. The student ends up liking it more regardless because they like the tutor more, they like their personality, they, they get along with them. And also what I've realized now is that a lot of students, a lot of, like, a lot of students are not going to feel the difference between an exceptionally led class and a very good and a class that was led very well that mo a lot of students are not going to tell the difference they're not going to know and they're not going to feel anything whatsoever and so it's not and so that's really important to understand is that you putting in extra prep time is not necessarily going to make the students learn any faster not necessarily <laughs> and so that's really 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 crucial on the language learner side of things, over-preparing kills you as well because if you're overthinking things and over-trying to prepare before you, for example, talk to a native speaker and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk too much because I'm scared of making mistakes, that's also, not, that's also going to hold you back. That's also going to hold you back. By over-preparing for things, it eats up a lot of your free time. Sometimes you overthink things and you psych yourself out. And then when the moment comes to speak to someone, for example, you end up getting psyched out and all your preparation did nothing for you anyway. And then you beat yourself up afterwards. Like, oh my God, I prepared for that. I did all that work. And then I got into the native speaker and then nothing came out of my mouth. Like, what the heck? What happened there? I don't understand. Like, it's just not a good mental cycle. So over-preparation... I think is something that we all have to be care we all have to be mindful of. And yeah, that's kind of the main thing that I wanted to say today. One last quick thing I want to squeeze it in. I, I'm super tight on time, but I want to squeeze it in. Just a random thing in my personal life. Um it's crazy when you work for your when you when you are the owner of a small business and you have people who work for you. It's very interesting how you have to use a lot of your EQ skills, a lot of emotional intelligence skills. It's crazy. Like there's a few things that I've that have that have happened over the past, I would say 6 months roughly that have really made me think about this where you have to tap into your EQ skills. You have to realize for example, oh so and so is overwhelmed. Like there's there's a there's a tutor who works for me right now actually. He's overwhelmed with his studies. Like he's a student right now and he's overwhelmed with the studies. He has a lot of work with the studies and and he hasn't outright, he hasn't like outright said anything about not taking on extra classes or not tutoring more. Not really. He hasn't outright said anything about it. But I know it's not a good idea to give him too, too much more work. I kind of know, right? Versus another guy that I have working for me right now. This guy's in a completely different mindset and a completely different stage of his life overall where he is hungry. This guy will take on so much work. He'll take on anything at this point. Not anything, but anything that he sees progressing his career and moving him in the right direction, that guy's going to take it. 
I could throw him whatever challenge and he'll eight times on 10 be like, yeah, let me try and figure that out. And it doesn't mean one is better than the other. It doesn't mean that the guy in, in school is worse than the guy who's super hungry. Like I view, I don't view either of them worse or better per se. It's just interesting to, it's just really, it's just really interesting how emotional intelligence comes into play. And I don't get things perfect a lot. Like I make a lot of mistakes. I mess it up. I, I misjudge things. I, you know, but I think it comes down to what I was saying earlier on in the podcast, like the perfectionist, the per perfectionism has to be dropped. Perfectionism is, is not your friend when you're working for yourself, in my opinion, anyway, for myself, maybe not for others, but my personal experience shows me that it's not my friend, the whole perfectionism. Um, and sometimes it's worth trying things, understanding that some things might not work and being okay with the fact that some things might not work, but trying it was still worth the effort. I'll never forget when I tried to, I tried to start up some Italian classes through the Calgary language nerds and it did not work at all. Like not whatsoever. Um, it was actually ended up adding a lot of time and effort and headaches to my plate for a little while. It was really challenging. But hey, that's what that's part of the deal. That's part of the deal of trying new things and trying to to run a business for yourself. So anyway, uh, let's wrap this up. I'm already super tight on time, so I have to go. Thank you for listening to this. I appreciate your attention as always. And we will talk later. Bye for now. See you.